Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Donna Tash Chin. I messed it up. We went over this right before I started this. Tash Chin. And she is a life mastery coach. Donna, how you doing? I am doing amazing. How are you, Tim? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And we'd like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. What I like to do for fun... I um, like to take walks and things with the nature is really things I do for fun. That's moving. Um, My other favorite thing is just sitting with a good book, Um, a a book that isn't, I don't have to learn. (laughs) I'm not studying anything. (laughs) A cup of tea and a book in a quiet place is one of my favorite things. (laughs) There we go. There we go. I love reading any good books lately. Yes, I have a pile of books that I'm reading currently. Um, Atomic Habits is one of them that I'm reading. Um, The Science of Getting Rich and The Science of Being Great. They're in together in one book. So I'm going through those. Those are a couple. Gotcha. Gotcha. I feel like you have to learn stuff in those books. Yeah, those are those are learning books. But um, the other books, I don't have off the top of my head because I finish them in one setting. Oh, really? Yeah. Usually I'm, I'm a fast reader. <laughs> gotcha. That's amazing. How fast do you read? Just curious. Like, what would you I, I have never timed it, but I can finish most novels in about, you know, an average size novel in two to three hours or so. So yeah, pretty fast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. You know, I had the, um, this was wild to me. I didn't even know. Have you ever seen um, Criminal Minds? Yes. You know that um, dude who's like a crazy smart. Um, yes. Yeah. Anyway, and he he was like reading pages like super super fast mm-hmm. in one episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I had the world's fastest reader on the podcast, and he talks about reading like the thing that slows him down reading is flipping the page, and I was like, "There's there's just no way." And then he yeah. took me through kind of how he works through it and some of the tricks he has in his mind to do it. I'm just like, and then he teaches people how to do it. Anyway, yeah. that was another podcast. We're focused on you. <laughs> so uh, so kudos to you for being a fast reader. And yeah, I didn't know there were such varying levels of reading speed, but there are. There, there are. <laughs> there are. For sure. Well, tell us a little bit more about what you do. You're a life mastery coach. Tell us about what the day-to-day looks like and all that good stuff. Um, uh, as a life mastery coach, I spend most of my time, uh, either doing one-on-one or group coaching, um, that, and there is an amazing amount of work to lead up to that <laughs> um, and the, the, the behind the scenes, uh, if you will. And the other thing I do a lot of is, um, zoom connection calls which is a completely different way than of networking and meeting people than what we did a few years ago. 
Um, and then um, I'm on probably five to six podcasts a week where I'm speaking. So I do a lot of speaking in this kind of genre as well. There we go. There we go. Love it. And tell us about your motivation. What really gets you up and keeps you going every day? Oh, I work with women um, predominantly is, is who I coach. And what, what keeps me going is, is the passion that I have to have them set free, to have them not be limited by things that have happened to them or things that have been said to them and being able to live vibrantly. That says it in a nutshell to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, on that note, we're going to jump into your dreams and goals. So tell us about your vision for the business and the rest of your life. Um, how long do we have? Come on. That's a big <laughs> question. <laughs> I'm a visionary. That's a big question for me. Um, briefly for the for vibrant living, um, I, uh, I am currently coaching a lot of people in groups and I have several individuals who may, or may, I probably will be mentoring to become coaches. So duplicating myself so that we can reach more people is one of the visions. Um, I'm already international. So just continue to grow and being able to expand, um, the reach so that more people can be living vibrantly. Personally, um, I, because this business is being able to do virtual, I want to do more traveling with my husband. He is um, getting toward retirement age. Well, we probably should have already retired. He, you know, he should, but nevertheless, is being able to do some more traveling and take things virtually um, and that kind of thing. Gotcha. Where would you go? Where's the first and second place you would go? I want to visit the different states. And so we are planning, um, we've got our eye on a motorhome and we're going to visit different states and just begin to explore with um, just to see where the day takes us as opposed to having everything else is so planned in my life. Oh, here's something funny. One of my coaches told me, Donna, you need to do things more. You need to plan more fun things or you need to do more fun, you know, be more spontaneous. And I said, I plan my spontaneity <laughs> and I was totally serious and she about fell off her chair. So I want to quit doing that. And I want to just travel and do, and just go and have some fun and visit different States and what there is to see and meet more people and, and just have, it just have fun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So we got kind of scale vibrantly living. So start mm -hmm. duplicating yourself by onboarding more coaches, which then means reaching more people, which of course, as you have more coaches, you know, marketing, sales, all that good right. stuff, yep. getting those systems in place and then more traveling with your husband, starting with just seeing the various states. Right. There we go. There we go. Well, if there were one or two people in your life that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they would help you take the next step towards scaling vibrant living and doing more traveling. Who would they be and how would they help you do it? Um, I would like to uh, meet and uh, get to know more someone like Tony Robbins, if not Tony Robbins himself, um, to be able to help me to, to uh, you know, when you see it big, but you don't know how to get there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're just trusting that the steps will be there as you move forward. <laughs> That's the kind of, um, so having someone like that traveling, I don't know that I need anybody's help with that specifically. Um, but, but someone like Tony Robbins, I follow him and there's other people, but, um, he's got a lot of wisdom, I think. So when you say somebody like Tony Robbins, is it to help you on the personal development side, the business side, both talk to me. How is there a difference? It's facts. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> one yeah. is linked. One is linked to the other. I'm a life mastery coach. You can't, you can't. The only way that I can impact more people and take them to the next level is if I continue to grow. So I'm always, I often say, don't hire a coach unless they have a coach. Yeah. Um, because you have to continue to grow. We don't, we never learn it all and we're helping and helping people all the time. So, um, so the answer is yes to both of those. There we go. There we go. I love it. And so just curious, where do you think is the next um, growth spot for you? Like which aspect of your life do you feel like you need to grow in? That is like, I guess the linchpin, is that the right word? I don't think it's the right word. Hormozy uses a different word, but it's like the thing that's stopping you from going to the next level. Where, what do you need to push through? I don't think that there is anything right now. I've really been um, accelerating um, in growing. I don't know of anything that I am allowing um, to stop me right now. There's, there's a lot of great stuff happening. There we go. There we go. Bottlenecks. What's the word? So there are no yes. bottlenecks. Bottlenecks. Yes. Okay. Love it. Love it. Well, cool. If there were one or two things that everyday people could do. So we're talking Sally at the grocery store to help you accomplish your dreams and goals with scal scaling vibrant living. What would those one or two things be? Sally at the grocery store knows a woman who's had some kind of painful past and has been in counseling and, and is not really getting the results she wants. She's a fighter, this friend of hers that she knows, but is not really, it's like, is this all there is to life? I'm just tired of struggling is that she would put me in contact with her because I guarantee a conversation with me, things will change. Mm. I love it. I love it. There we go. There we go. Well, now we are going to jump into our thriving three. So first okay. question, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Mm. My favorite book will probably be where I will go. And that's the Bible. Mm. That's my favorite book. There we go. Do you have a specific book or scripture that kind of sticks out to you when you are uh, that you kind of just meditate on? I have a host of them and I've written books about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but um, he will do all things greater than you can imagine or think is one of my favorite and all things work together for good is another one of my favorite. Mm, mm, I love that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of The Power of Positive Thinking, and that's by Norman Vincent Peale. Have you read that book before? Absolutely. It's such a good book, and he talks Time about- Time to read it again. Now that you mentioned it, I'm like, that's a good book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. He talks about just kind of 
meditating on scripture and mm-hmm. just kind of really getting it in your head and getting it in your core. So I love that you have those. Um, cool. Well, what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's nothing adventurous, but one of my favorite things is a nap <laughs> and, and not long ones, just a little bit to restore. And then I usually then come back and, and meet some more people. There we go. There we go. No, the power naps really are key. They really are key. Especially right around 2 p.m. You start getting like something sleep. about that time. I don't know what it is, but yes, that's a gr- two to three is a great period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet Tony Robbins? To meet Tony Robbins. Meet and be mentored by Tony Robbins. Oh, I don't know what to do to meet Tony Robbins exactly. <laughs> um, but an action step that I'm continuing to take is um, reading and growing and seeking that kind of mentorship of some sort, whether it be him or someone like him. So um, I'm constantly like reading books. And a lot of times the mentoring doesn't have to be, they can be people that don't aren't alive anymore. It's reading books like Norman Vincent Peel and, you know, things like that, that, um, but just continuing to grow because there's a lot to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a, a lot of information in books. Yeah. You just get that one sentence and it makes you kind of rethink everything. It opens everything to something that just wasn't even remotely yep. there or possible before. So absolutely right there with you. Cool. Well, now we have our final series of questions and these, this used to be one question, but I think we kind of arrived at a decent answer for that question. And now I'm kind of expanding on it. And so it requires some pretext. So stick with me here. Okay. So a lot of people come on the podcast and they've said that the catalyst that helps people change from having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help and not willing to accept change to having a growth mindset, being willing to accept help and being willing to accept change is a personal choice that happens after either extreme inspiration or extreme desperation. Do you agree disagree, have anything to add or subtract? I agree. And, um, usually it's pain. Mm -hmm. Um, we are motivated to move away from pain. And sometimes that makes us to make choices that we would have been resistant to otherwise. So yes, I agree with that statement. I love it. You know, I actually, um, so I have this mastermind group for aspiring and beginner entrepreneurs that I'm always trying to grow. And I uh, was in a Facebook group chatting with people, adding value where I can. And this guy was talking about, I think I'm actually talking to him later today. And he was saying how he gets really, he's not desperate enough to change in his life right now. He, he's just not mm-hmm. feeling enough pain. He's kind of complacent where he's at. He's at mm-hmm. six figures. He's, um, you know, his, him and his wife go on vacation. They have a nice house. They live in a good neighborhood. Kids are like well provided for all. Everything's kind of good. And I think Tony Robbins calls this like, this is the most dangerous area to be in, in life where Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just good enough, but it's not who you're meant to be type of thing. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, do you think this is way off topic of it's not way off topic, but it's not the original questions. So I'm just adding on here. Mm -hmm. Do you think um, that 
it always needs to be pain that is motivating us? Or do you think once we get to that kind of financial freedom place, it's better to kind of get motivated by something more positive, more fulfilling? I'm not saying pain is negative, actually, but just that is less stressful than pain. Sometimes, let me rephrase what I mean by pain. Um, For me, for me personally, one of the passions, they often say, I'll rephrase it and then I'll get to that part, is if you see something that makes you mad or you see something that frustrates you and perhaps no one else in the room notices it, but you notice it, it's probably something you have an answer for. And to me, when I see women who are living below or less than what God has designed for them and created them to be because of some limiting belief, it causes me physical pain and anger. And so it isn't always pain because of something that happened to me, but it is something that that passion doesn't leave even when I wanted to say, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) That passion doesn't go away. I have been coaching for over 25 years in different capacities. So vibrant living is, isn't that old, but I've been doing this in all different and tried to get away from it. And and then, then you go like, okay, I love this. I just need to know how to do it well. Um, And so to me, pain can be something that just frustrates you. And so it doesn't always, but on the, but to, um, to actually pull us forward, it's usually some passion, some goal, some vision that we see. Pain doesn't motivate us for, for a long period of time. It motivates us, in my perspective, to take a step. Yep. Then be able to create a vision for where this could take me is one, going to help me take the next steps and the next steps. What we have a tendency to do is keep looking in the rearview mirror at the pain and limiting ourselves. Mm-hmm. I call that driving your car, looking in the rearview mirror. Yep. And your car will crash. And that's the way we feel a lot of times. We keep looking in the rearview mirror and go, but I did that before and it didn't work. I somebody said I shouldn't, and et cetera. At some point, I need to get a vision for the future and let that pull me forward let that motivate me and not just the pain point that, that initiated catalysts that helped me to take a step. Mm. Yeah, no, I love that. I completely agree. I think um, it's actually the comment that I gave him. I was like, there's probably something that you're passionate about. There's a problem or a person that you want to serve, that you want to help, that you want to solve, that you're passionate about. Let the pain of that going unsolved be like the thing that pulls you forward. And I like that um, kind of metaphor of, you know, pain pushes you away from something, but like passion and vision pulls you towards something. I think um, Napoleon Hill talks a lot about uh, creating a burning desire for a goal or a vision, or I think he calls it a definite chief aim in the book. And I think that pulling forward is like you looking at that vision every day and realizing this is how lives will be changed. This is how my life will be changed. The people around me, the people I love and the people they love as I help and provide service. So I think that's really good. Thank you for that answer. You're welcome. Of course. And so our next question is given the same amount of extreme inspiration and extreme 
desperation, why do you think some people make the choice to change and others don't? It's what they choose to believe. Mm. And it comes down to generally fear. Yeah. Um, it would be the simplest answer I could give is I choose to believe that it's possible or I choose to believe it's not. And it, it just, it, it's fear that keeps us believing. Um, and at some point we have to, I think that it's also the inputs I choose to put into me. Um, one of the people that were mentoring me said, everybody could be 15 minutes away from depression. If we begin to think about all the things that are not right, even the world and our life and things that are wrong in our family, we could all be sad or, or, you know, depressed, want to go to bed, pull the covers over our head and be all afraid. What are we putting into ourselves? And to me, that's a big deciding factor. Um, I'm sure you've heard the story about there's two dogs inside of us. There's the, the, the dog that's negative and the dog that's positive and which one, the, which, which one's going to win is the one you feed the most. Yeah. And so it's, what are, what am I putting, what am I choosing to listen to? If something makes you fearful, stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Begin to choose um, good books to read or something else. And people are the same way to so choose who you're around. Yep. I think that has a big um capacity on whether because we all feel afraid that's not something that's ever going to go away it's just what am i going to feed the most mm. yeah there we go i love it and our next question is that some people need a smaller amount of desperation or inspiration to change and others need a larger more consistent amount now i feel like you've already spoken to this so maybe just repeat yourself <laughs> briefly or if you have anything to add go ahead and add it but what do you think establishes that breaking point or that threshold of how much inspiration or desperation you need and how consistently you need it? And can it be influenced? <laughs> you keep adding ands. <laughs> oh, um, I would say that, that for most people, we start out needing more, especially if we've had some type of difficult past. We start out needing more uh, rein positive reinforcement. And it, so uh, to me, that would be a big factor on whether or not a person needs more reinforcement, more positive encouragement, those type of things is because of the belief systems that were created because of whatever happened in their life. And, but you can grow where that isn't as required, I do that in air quotes, you know, as required as, as you go forward, you can grow so that you begin to encourage yourself. You don't need someone else to encourage yourself and things don't rattle you as much um, because you know, all things are going to work together for good. So it doesn't bother you. It's just like, okay, so this is going to be good. I wonder where the good is, but I'm going to look for it. And so you begin to not be rattled by things that occur in, um, in life. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. So we start out needing more because of that difficult past that some of us experienced. And so, um, but with positive reinforcement, positive encouragement, that how much we need at any given point can be changed. Correct. 
I love it. I love it. Cool. Well, one last question. Okay. Now, how far are you into Atomic Habits? Like, how much of it have you read? Um, two, three chapters. Gotcha. Gotcha. This question talks about some of the content of Atomic Habits. Okay. You want me to ask it without the content of Atomic Habits? So I don't... Go for it. Let's see if I can figure it out if I haven't read it. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So in Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about the four laws of changing your behavior. And the laws are to make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. Now, before I move forward, I want you to get a an avatar of a person in your head. And it's that person who has a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help and they're not willing to accept change. Kind of keep them in your head. So with that person in your head and the context of atomic habits, how can we create an environment for that person that makes it obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying for them to make the choice that will change their life? Well, there's some quiet space there for a minute while I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know exactly how to answer that question on how to, um, painting a, a very clear picture of the reward that could be involved would be one step in the process. Um, but the, the reward has to coincide with something that they want that is important to them and can't be a reward I think they want. So it's a lot of listening to them to see what they actually would love and painting that picture as a reward would be my suggestion. Gotcha. So listen, learn what they love, and then paint the reward as a clear picture, kind of cast the vision right? based on what they want. And um, then just attach action and thought patterns to it. And you'll start to change. Uh, you'll start to create an environment in which people can change. Yes, they have to want to. We cannot, you cannot make a person. I've tried that route. It doesn't work well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've tried that route too, which is why I'm asking these questions because really big dreams and goals of like creating, increasing the level of wealth across the world to middle-class America. Like that's kind of everybody's, I want everybody's quality of living to be right there. But I know for that to happen, some people are just gonna have to change their habits, their thought patterns, all that good stuff. And so I know I can't change them, but how can I create that environment? That's the idea behind the question. Okay. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, Donna, is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? No, this has been fun. Cool. Awesome. Well, Donna, thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Have a great day. You too. And where would it be good for people to kind of contact you, meet you, give you referrals? The easiest way to find me is my website. Um, my name is unusual, so I'm easy to find on social media as well. But my website is the letter I, vibrantliving.com. Mm. Okay, there we go. Well, you guys heard her. If you loved what she had to say and you want to send her a referral or you want to get into contact with her, go check out her website. It will be in the show notes. As we always ask, go ahead and shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Send us a five-star review on iTunes and... We're out.
Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.